Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting-edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number four of the Boost Your Biology podcast. I'm your host, Lucas, and today we have a very special episode ahead. Today, we're going to be looking at a very exotic new research chemical in the nootropic space. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with what nootropics are, what they can do, Essentially, they are just a category of supplements, research compounds, herbs, and other botanicals that can essentially improve overall cognitive function. So that ranges from alertness, focus, concentration, memory, things like that. So in today's episode, we're going to be looking at a compound known as 9-MBC, which stands for 9-methyl-beta-carbolene. And this is strictly a research, research chemical. It has had a lot of promising results, you know, throughout the psychonaut space online. Um, and, you know, many people have benefited from utilizing this as a strategy to sort of upgrade their dopaminergic uh, infrastructure in the brain. So 
before we get really stuck into this nootropic, I want to give you a quick summary of what dopamine is and how dopamine can be manipulated through you know various lifestyle hacks and supplements. So we're going to start with looking at uh, so how the brain sort of creates dopamine. So when we look at the pathways for dopamine synthesis, we need to start all the way back to the amino acid phenylalanine, which is, you know, you'll see that in Coca-Cola and you might freak out and think, oh, this is extremely harmful. That is not the case. If you've had protein today, if you've had nuts or seeds, you've already consumed L-phenylalanine. Um, and that is an essential amino acid, meaning that the body requires it from, you know, from out, the body needs to consume that from the diet or through supplements to create dopamine. So to put it real simple, so we have L-phenylalanine, which is the, 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 the beginning substrate, which is like the, the foundation for dopamine synthesis. It then gets shunted to, well, it gets converted using um, an enzyme called phenylalanine hydroxylase, and that gets converted into tyrosine. Now, tyrosine you've probably seen in pre-workouts um, and other supplements for cognition, um, and that is then converted into L-dopa, and then from L-dopa into dopamine. So I wanted to give you that as like a little framework so you can understand um, that dopamine is you know, readily synthesized in the brain, um, in, in various brain regions. But having said that, it is dependent upon the enzymes. So those enzymes, if they are lagging or if any of the cofactors are lagging, then the body will really struggle to actually synthesize, um, you know, dopamine. So, this is where 9-MBC comes in. And, and, you know, there's various other nootropics that have similar effects, but 9-MBC really is a unique uh, compound. And that is, you know, that, that's, that's because of its wide, um, widespread actions in the brain. So I'll give you a quick little background um, on, on 9MBC. So basically it's a nootropic agent and research chemical with a pronounced action in the brain. Um, but unlike other nootropics, 9MBC actually has long lasting effects in the brain. So there are a lot of nootropics that, you know, people will take it, they feel it, you know, they'll get that boost in focus, energy, things like that. But that will always drop off. You know, that that's like the body has homeostasis, which means it it goes back to its predefined state. Whereas 9MBC seems to have, at least in rat studies, longer lasting lingering effects by upgrading the actual infrastructure for dopamine synthesis and neurovascular function to support cognition over time, which is, you know, I find that really promising. Um, and there are other compounds that share similar effects, but overall it seems to be quite... Uh, in, impressive in the initial research studies. So it was actually first identified as a potential neuroprotective agent in 2008 by researchers in Germany. And there were studies conducted on this compound before this. Uh, however, 
a lot of the other chemicals that were similar in um, in chemical, like in, in terms of its like chemical composition, they were actually neurotoxic. So it's really important that you know you know we're we're looking at nine MBC and not the other derivatives because there are many other derivatives, but they appear to be neurotoxic. So um, the initial interest was actually because it was able to upregulate the enzyme tyrosine hydroxylase, which is the, as I mentioned before, tyrosine hydroxylase is that enzyme that converts your tyrosine into L-dopa. Um, and then subsequently from do- L-dopa into dopamine. That was really promising. That was the initial highlight. That was the excitement. Um, and obviously the whole nootropic community and psychonauts and, you know, people experimenting, you know, jumped onto it. And, um, the initial interest was revolved around that, but then there were more research studies and more money was pumped into animal research and they discovered some other unique features of nine MBC. Um, and so the key things that, you know, not the key features of nine MBC revolve around targeting dopamine neuronal health via stimulation protection, regeneration, restoration, repair, and revitalization. So, and this is in multiple areas of the brain, not just, not just like the prefrontal cortex. We're talking changes in the nucleus accumbens, the striatum, the hippocampus. These are key areas for modulating cognition. Um, they also modulate memory retrieval, um, you know, uh, executive functioning. So like planning, coordinating, um, things and prioritizing and ranking things like that. Um, so it's promising to see that nine MBC has an affinity towards multiple, multiple brain regions, not just, you know, let's say like the prefrontal cortex, which a lot of ADHD medications and things like that work on. So some of the main uses of nine uh, MBC within the nootropic and smart drug community actually revolve around reversing stimulant tolerance. So like reversing tolerance to caffeine, it appears to make people more sensitive to other dopamine-based drugs or dopamine-based herbs and things like that. It's also been used to help people recover from uh, drug abuse. It's known to increase motivation, enhance attention and focus. It is known to improve mood. Um, and it also increases libido as well by virtue of its ability to probably, well, there's no research on this, but it would likely lower prolactin because high, dopaminergic-based drugs and compounds tend to you know, lower prolactin. So from a technical perspective, I mentioned before, so we got 9-MBCs working through that tyrosine hydroxylase and many other receptors in the brain. It's a little bit too complex to even, you know, delve into, but I'll, I'll touch on a few things. So what they do know is that 9-MBC is actually taken up by the dopamine transporter. And it has been also shown to increase the actual cell number of dopaminergic neurons. So that's obviously, you know, very promising for, you know, neurodegeneration, um, and also potentially for Parkinson's. I mean, that's actually the initial, a lot of the research was focused around its ability to help with 
you know, mice, you know, mice that have uh, Parkinson's disease. Um, so that was quite promising. Uh, and then it's also been shown to, you know, the, the effects that they found in these, in these mice were only partly reversible when the drug, when 9MBC was withdrawn. So that's giving you an insight into its ability to actually have longer lasting effects, which is why I find it so appealing. And, you know, a lot of the anecdotal reports do reflect that. So in terms of its other effects, so it does upregulate the transcription of NER1, which you guys can, for the nerds out there, they can Google that. NER1 is very much a key uh, transcription factor in the brain that appears to be highly um, responsible for many of the neurodegenerative conditions. And a lot of other compounds seem to work on NER1 that we know are very healthy for the brain. So things like rhodiola, um, potentially bacopa. And the other thing is that even when non-MBC was administered chronically in these rat studies, it's, it exerted no neurotoxic effects. Having said that, I would still never advise to use any compound without cycling. It's just a general rule of thumb that I follow with pretty much everything. Even very basic compounds like vitamins, these need to be cycled, things like that. It's really important. So 9MBC also induces neurite outgrowth, which is similar to lion's mane. Um, it also increases the gene expression for nerve growth factor, again, similar to lion's mane and other botanicals, BDNF, GDNF, um, and CDNF. These are also really important neurotrophic factors. So that just basically means that it helps the brain, the neurons in the brain to proliferate, which means spread and, and multiply. And then it also helps to strengthen the connections between neurons in the brain, which is critical for things like memory, verbal fluency, um, critical thinking, uh, and things like that. So that's another really promising aspect. So of course, you're probably thinking, wow, this compound is amazing. You know, are there any, are there any side effects? I'll, I'll be getting to that soon. Um, but let me just finish up with more of the nuances around the technicality and like how non-MBC works. So it also seems to increase the activity of complex one in the respiratory chain. So Ultimately, this means that it will generate more ATP in the body, which is similar to a creatine. Obviously, it's not working in the same fashion, but creatine seems to have, you know, creatine is the substrate to make ATP and ATP is the body's fuel currency. And it's good. It's promising to see that 9MBC has that similar effect as well. So as I mentioned before, yep, so it's basically upregulating, um, you know, various pathways and enzymes in the, in the brain, um, specifically reducing lactate dehydrogenase. It protects against endotoxin, which I mentioned, well, I've not discussed endotoxin, but endotoxin is possibly the worst thing that, you know, we as humans can produce a lot of. Um, so just think of endotoxin, link that to junk food. You know, junk food is going to be the best way to raise endotoxin and it's not something you want to have high. So that's pretty much it. It also may have minor MAO-B inhibition, which 
is similar to cordyceps. If you've ever used cordyceps, you'll know how that feels. So, yeah, I guess overall, there's a few cool research articles which I'll be linking in the show notes for this one. Um, some of the main benefits appear to be revolving around enhancing mood, cognition, enhancing spatial memory, neuroprotection, restores motivation. It's neuroregenerative as well. It recovers dopamine-induced damage from illicit drugs. Definitely not advocating the use of these substances. However, you know, for, for people that have been down that path and, and want to recover and feel sort of normal again, then 9MBC may be a potential candidate to help that, to facilitate that healing process. Um, and then obviously, but this is absolutely not a, you know, a holy grail. It's not a compound that's going to be like limitless. It will need to be in conjunction with a very, you know, very well-balanced diet, um, eliminating from eliminating, you know, foods that are harmful for you in combination with regular exercise, you know, because I'll need to dedicate an entire episode on the, 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 the things that the, the changes that occur in the brain from cardio exercise versus weight training. It's very interesting. Um, so some anecdotal reports, I've got some cool snapshots here. You guys can um, listen into. So one person said that his Vivance dosage, which is a ADHD medication, the magic is back. I'm literally back at stage one of tolerance. So he basically just said that the energizing and the dopaminergic properties of that compound was enhanced after using 9MBC. So he claims that 9MBC is the pinnacle. (laughs) And if he were to rank the effectiveness of tolerance reversal, and repairing subjective damage from continued amphetamine abuse, he would go non-MBC, bromantane, BPC-157, then the rest. So that's quite promising. I'll be doing a podcast on those other compounds as well soon. The anecdotal reports, another person said that it does not feel as strongly stimulating. It's more restorative, kind of refreshing in a way, difficult to describe does have some mild stimulatory and wakefulness promoting effects, but it does not substitute the stimulating effects of say a coffee. He said that the, you know, from animal models, it appears to be promising uh, and he's excited for more human research. And so am I, I mean, it may take many, many years before this even gets, you know, funding for human studies. I don't know how that's going to play out, but just keep your eye out. Uh, one other guy said, finally got around to taking this substance and I'm impressed. Took 15 milligrams sublingually in the afternoon and felt motivated. It's the, uh, he said, it's the evening now and I'm still feeling stimulated. That was really promising. And then that's pretty much it. I won't go into too many other anecdotal reports. Um, I can link them in the show notes if you want to learn more. Um, but some dosages used, so... Again, this is absolutely not medical advice. However, from the psychonaut community, it seems that a dosage range from, so a light dose is 5 to 10 milligrams. A moderate dose is 10 to 30 milligrams. 
and a high dose is 50 to 75 milligrams. So again, absolutely not condoning the use of this without proper guidance and obviously clearing this with your GP. This is not medical advice. I'm just sharing dosages that have been used, um, you know, both clinically or in animal studies and then converting it into human dosages. So it's really important to emphasize some key side effects of 9-MBC. So the key one is that it increases photosensitivity. So that's your sensitivity to sunlight. So you're more likely to get burnt, you know, if you're using 9-MBC. Another side effect is you should not be combining this compound with methyl donors. So like things like SAMI, um, methylfolate, uh, trimethylglycine, anything that upregulates methylation appears to be not safe to combine with 9-MBC. And then finally, another side effect has been reported and it may not be a side effect for some people is a hyperactive libido and sex drive. And that does not surprise me given that it's highly dopaminergic. You know, that, that wraps up today's episode on uh, 9-MBC. Like I said, it, it's based on the animal studies, it seems to be highly promising. Um, and, you know, I think that it has a lot of potential for future uses. And ultimately, I see it as a, you know, I even came up with a funny saying to one of my friends. I said, oh, perhaps we should call Sunday 9MBC Sundays because like um, it could be something, you know, before you start your week, you may want that refresher or that, that restoration sort of thing. And then you can carry on with your week as normal. But you know that you, every Sunday you're getting that little boost, little upgrade, and then seeing how long that lasts and then letting it carry on and do its thing. Um, again, non-MBC is yet another tool in our toolbox. Uh, I'll be doing a webinar soon on, you know, boosting dopamine and, you know, hacking dopamine, things like that. So keep a lookout for that. If you've enjoyed this episode, guys, please leave a five-star review and also uh, give it a share and share it around. Yeah, I appreciate you listening in and um, yeah, hopefully you learned something new about a brand new research chemical that I hope you've never heard of. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening in. Peace. Thank you everyone for joining in to today's episode. For in-depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.